you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 11. All right, so this is a lot of fun. Uh, I was in New York a month ago doing stand-up at uh, Comics. And what's great about going to New York is that I get to see comics that I love that I don't ever get to see the rest of the year because they live there and I live in L.A. So uh, this is a twofer. Uh, I crammed in uh, two comics into one podcast right before one of the shows. So the first one will be Eugene Merman, who was amazing. Uh, and then after that, uh, God's Pottery, who uh, also who opened for me for the, for the entire week. So uh, you will hear a very subtle transition in between the two. And uh, you'll get a twofer. So enjoy Eugene Merman and God's Pottery. Also want to say that uh, May 11th in Los Angeles will be the second Nerdist Podcast Live. It's going to be an all-musical show with Paul and Storm and uh, Mike Furman, who's half a hard and firm, and then also Tom Lennon of Reno 911, and a special guest who I can't mention but is mega awesome. So you can get details for that at Nerdist.com. So enough of my blabbing, and uh, here's Nerdist Podcast number 11 with Eugene Merman, and then subsequently, God's Pottery. Now entering Nerdist.com. Let's do it. So uh, we're starting the. Probably get ah. to the bathroom there. Yeah. Make sure you get a sound in the bathroom. Matt Myra has just arrived. Matt Myra might have a harrowing tale of journeying. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just going to Queens accidentally. Just have my headphones on. And... Does anyone go there on purpose? I don't even know the city. Point. I'm just making a regional joke. We're we recording and eating. Yeah, we just just came in. Yeah. Um, we're in the green room at Comics um, doing a show tonight, and one of the guest sets is Eugene Merman, who I've been friends with for many years, and I adore, and um, you're one of my favorite comedians, Eugene Merman. And Thank I, you. I have your... Chris Hardwick. I listen to your... C- I listen to your... I'm not even a CD, your Digibum, uh, your digital offering. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was fantastic. Fucking Thank fantastic. You. So, um, are you getting ready for something that you're um, doing a drop-in spot? Uh, I'm... Just making a tape, like a five-minute tape to, like you used to send to Kimmel, uh-huh. and then uh, whoever else puts comics on television. But I think <laughs> it's just Kimmel. It's not a lot. Do you, hey Matt, do you want to plug the headphones in just to make yeah. sure that the mic sounds yeah. okay? Um, 
Yeah, it's not, you know, there are those great days when, you know, every show, like, you could, like, comics could do the rounds on any show, and then now it just sort of feels like, um, yeah, there's not really a lot of comedy on the late night shows anymore. Like, you see it maybe once a week, occasionally, right. but it's not, it's certainly not what it was. Yeah. But luckily there's channels devoted to it entirely. <laughs> so everything's fine. Really just the one. Yes. Well, USA. TMT, right? USA. Yeah. 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 TBS. We know funny. They do know funny. I, I think I think do, is that what they know? That's what that's what they claim to know. Yeah, but they stuff. claim to be very funny. I didn't know they actually I think for a knew while they were doing it. I think for a while part of it was Hey, we're a comedy telethon, and we're calling up, and someone would be like, oh, yeah. "My dog just shit on my cake. Is that funny?" And they'd be like, "Hang on, yep, that's funny." And TNT has that drama. weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. TNT knows drama. USA welcomes characters. <laughs> um, no way, USA characters welcome. Well, characters yeah. welcome. Yeah. yeah. So Especially minorities. Yep. <laughs> Any kind of crazy character. Yeah. Um, to the television industry, minorities are by default characters. They're they are goofballs. Uh, in the television industry. In the television defense. world. We're not saying that as part of our credo. No. But we're saying as far as TV is concerned. We don't make TV, we just watch it. We just we just yeah. consume it. We just consume racist Their television. Fault. Some people consume racist television. <laughs> we frown at it, but consume it. Uh, at the same time. Um, do you so yeah, I would have thought we're I mean I feel like you have a great following. People know who you are. I, I'm I'm surprised that they make you send in a tape anymore. They're not just. Well, I never I've never on. done uh, the show. Oh really? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That, I mean, no one. It's not like I'm, my hand is being forced. I like <laughs> I'd like to do a thing, and I'm making a tape and sending it. Like it's not. Uh, you know, it's not like how dare you? Right. You I fine? wrote jokes in my head, and I'll show you them when they're airing. <laughs> Are you finding it hard to whittle down a five-minute set? Like um. I don't know. We'll find out tonight. I mean, I think that what I... I have a lot of stuff that involves, like, little pieces of paper and stuff. Yeah. And I have some stuff that's just me talking. So I don't know if shows will put on someone being like, I brought these weird pieces of paper, but maybe. Well, if you're if submitting to Kimmel, he, he likes... I mean, we did Hard and Firm. We did a couple Hard yeah. and Firm sets on Kimmel, and he's... You know, he's had on people like Eddie Pepitone and Todd Glass, and they, he's left them do yeah. experimental stuff. The only yeah. problem... The only... Like the, the the thing that you can face uh, with the Kimmel audience is that um, the in, the immediate studio audience, and I apologize to anyone who's listened to this podcast who's been in the Kimmel studio audience. There's <laughs> a lot of mouth breathers. Like they they kind of wander in off Hollywood Boulevard, right across from mm-hmm. Hollywood and Highland, which is a big touristy complex, yeah. and where all those people dress up in superhero outfits and take pictures of people. Yeah, and. You know, they get into the studio, and it's just, there's lights, and a band, and famous people, and they just don't know where to focus. Like, it can be a little hard to focus that that crowd. I mean, I've, I, the first time we went on, we played our American Dinosaur song, and I think people cheered more every time they heard the word America than, than actually, <laughs> dinosaurs. that we were talking about dinosaurs. And then the second time, we did our Spanish heart song, El Corazon, and... They didn't. They were just sort of like. Well, I, eh. I mostly look forward to trying to kill in front of uh, homeless people and tourists. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the 
If you can get that crowd, you get the right spot. Then, then, yeah, then I can appeal to all of America. Homeless word of mouth is where it starts, and there's a trickle down effect because oh, they catch the rails and they spread it throughout the country. That's right. I mean, I find you know any any crazy thing that you hear a homeless person say to themselves, they're just redoing a bit that they liked. Exactly. That's actually what you got to keep in mind. That's how you know you've succeeded. Yep. When homeless people mumble the things you noticed about a mall. Crazy pigeons fucked my eye holes. Oh, I think that was a Pat Oswalt bit. Oh, thank you, homeless guy. I would love it if that's where it turned out he got all his tags. And <laughs> <laughs> he like sits in the park writing shit down, being like, perfect, that's how I'll describe sex. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I have an NPR chunk now. Um, but I, I've, I've, I've often been envious of the New York comedians because you guys can actually go up multiple times a night for an, an audiences of people and, you know. Right. Like, if you go up more than a couple times a week in L.A., I feel like it's a goddamn victory. Really? Is it that hard? Can't yeah. you just keep going before sketch troops at UCB? <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are rooms, but they don't, you know, like... They don't have an audience. No. Or, or they have an audience, but it's... They're all... It's just not... Yeah, I mean, actors. just scattered and uh, desolate. LA, well, it's LA, hard to you, travel around. L.A., you have to know where... You, you have to go up places on purpose. You don't just right. stumble into places like in New York, so it's... It's a little bit more of a challenge. So when you, you, know, you come out here and you get to perform a couple shows in a night, and you're like, "Oh, right, right. It can be this way." Right. So, uh, well, you're all invited to move here. Yay! <laughs> I'm sure the other comics will love that. Yeah. Especially you get down to the comedy cellar, and which I've never, I've never performed at the comedy cellar. I actually never have either. And the one time I was going to ask, one of the regular comedy cellar performers was like, "Don't even fucking try." It's like. It's like, a clo- it's like a closed community here. You know, it's kind of chest-butting, mm-hmm. you know, but conversationally. And I was like, you know, I don't... That's not really the vibe that I want to, you know... You come, you come to a place like Comics, where we're at now, and it's just a really nice vibe. Like, the room is gorgeous, and the food right. is good, and the people seem nice, and... Right, though I've heard that... And the stuff I've seen at the cellar, that it's one of... I don't know that it's, uh, I guess, pl- pleasant is the wrong word to describe it. <laughs> um, but where it's like a good, like, I've seen people try really weird stuff there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that it's sort of clicky and clubby mm-hmm. and stuff, but in terms of, but you you have a chance of genuinely seeing something good while probably at, like, another comedy club, mm-hmm. uh, you would see only terrible stuff. <laughs> 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 like, meeting of that kind of thing where they put on, like, eight, ten comics in a night, that sort of, right. you know. Well, that's that's LA comedy. You can't do, you know, you really can't do more than uh, fifteen. Like fifteen is really kind of pushing it. Right. At, at, at that's when you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, man, the mat did fucking fifteen minutes. You saw it. Didn't see the light. <laughs> um, but how? You know, how how have you? How's your following? I mean, like, like they're, they're so powerful. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there are Mermanites all over the place. Like when I when I travel other places, when mm-hmm. I when I go to other towns, and people will come up and they'll talk to me about other comics they like, and your name always comes up. I you know they exist. Uh, I think they they I mean they can hide. <laughs> um, I mean for me, often it, like I'll come to a town to do a show, and then I'll run into people who are like, I didn't know you were doing a show in town. So that's always my problem, figuring out how to let the people who would have wanted to know. Are you? How do you feel? Are you using social networking tools? Oh my god, I sure am. I mean, and I keep texting people. I'll come to a city. I'll text all the numbers that I see all over the place. Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I use I use them. You um, primarily rock clubs too, right? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, people come out. I mean, I, uh, what I mean to say is... No one sees you ever. I perform to no one all over this great country. Why do you... And then when I walk out of the club, everyone's like, what are you doing in our city? Yeah. Um, I'm doing comedy. Oh, we'll do it now for free. Yes. No. No, I have a sweet following. Uh, I have no idea. I, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I love social media. I mean, I do like Twitter and stuff. Um, what uh, you were touring? You were, were you opening for Hodgman for a while? No, were you performing with Hodgman. I've certainly before, done a bunch with the Concords. I mean, like there was. I toured with Concords. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that uh, in the Midwest. Then I did the LA show, um, but that was super fun. Those shows were great. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Better than Cake. Um, for for comedy, yeah. yeah. I mean, better yeah. than touring in general. Although I tour with bands. Kick, uh, kick the band or kick, kick the, the food? band. He yeah. opened up for just an awesome I, for a really delicious uh, and like suckling pig. It was just guys. Like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to your headline uh, entree in a second, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Before I do, <laughs> I would love to tour opening for delicious. I love. I loved uh, when, when I was when I still worked at MTV and used to drink heavily. I got obnoxiously drunk with John McRae from yeah. Cake uh, a couple times and super super yeah cool yeah guy. he's a great guy I mean when I go to San Francisco I see him still I toured with him a few years ago but yeah he's a great guy how did their fans how did, how did their fans take you um it was actually it was Cake Tegan and Sarah and Gogo Bordello and oh. then me I'm seeing and the way it would work is I could go up at the very beginning and do whatever mm-hmm. and then like uh, and then Tegan and Sarah would play and then I could do like like less before like five them, and then when it was time to go on before cake, people were just chanting cake. Right. <laughs> so it was sort of impossible. Like John was like, "Oh, you should do something before us," and then like you'd walk out, and I'd be like, "How is it?" This? And then cake, cake, cake. <laughs> I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna just introduce cake because it's pointless." Yeah. To because I mean, there's people who are like. Are listening, and there's people who aren't listening, and then there's people who are chanting a word. Right. And once they're at the chanting a word stage, it's just it's too far gone to so, like talk about noticing things. Yeah, I heard uh, Bobcat uh, Goldthwait tell a story about opening up for Nirvana, where he said it was like the most miserable thing. He'd go up, he'd try and say stuff, people would just yell and throw shit at him. Yeah. And like and, and like nail him pretty hard, and then like he'd like try and say jokes, and he'd look on the side, and like Kurt Cobain would be cracking up. And like, a, like he'd, he'd get off. he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I really bought it. And Kurt would be like, No, it's perfect. It's exactly uh, why I wanted you here. Right. I mean, I it was the, yeah. the stuff I've done with bands has generally been pretty. Like Modest Mouse, I toured with them. Oh, that how was that? Out. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was in smaller clubs in Florida, maybe like five, six years ago. But uh, other than two shows, which were slightly terrible, everything actually was pretty good. But you really like. You know, you can only do a certain amount, uh, unless I guess you're you're maybe very famous potentially. But still, right? You, even that, like, really, there's only so much that people who came to see music are willing to it's hear a, someone talk. It's a different kind of paying attention. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's like when you're seeing a band, uh, you'll pay attention, but you can still talk to your friend every once in a while while the band's yeah. playing. But it's like, and that's the kind of like attitude you take going to the show. But then when there's comedy, it's like, and you gotta be quiet. Or you have to be very captivating as a comic yeah, for exactly. a brief amount of time. Well, and it's interesting to see who, like, who has cool fans and who has just kind of like, yeah, like aggressive, shitty fans. Like I, uh, I have some friends who opened for um, Tenacious D, right? And they said it was super rough, right? Because you know Neil Hamburger did Neil Hamburger amongst did amongst others, and and I guess it was just it was just. 
they only wanted to see Tenacious D, and there was right. no. They did not give. They did not want to be bothered with anyone else, even right. though you would think, oh, Tenacious D, like fart, uh, fart. Uh, they have fart fans. They have the fartest fans. So you would think so that fart. farting fans would really like stand-up comedy. Um, I mean, I try to do that. I mean, though, I still tour like theaters and, and, and music places a lot more than comedy clubs. In fact, yeah. comics is one of the few clubs that I sort of do regularly. Um, you know, I, I don't do it as much with bands. I mostly do it with other comics, like comedians of comedy, or mm. like you know, touring with. I toured with Showalter a lot. Oh yeah, you were you, you, you did the you did the the cool uh, draftings uh, for comedians of comedy. For what were oh, those yeah. tours like? Did, those were really fun. I mean, music venues in general are sort of more fun than comedy club venues because everyone coming to see you there is coming on purpose. Like mm -hmm. nobody goes like, I wonder what the comedy is at right. this music club right. unless you know it's there. Yeah. Right. So you end up getting people who are genuinely very into comedy, into a specific style of comedy. You know, I mean, that's, you know, the, the problem sometimes with comedy clubs where they are, you know, trying to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Not Comics New York, of course, which is... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Creme de la creme. Right. But, uh, I've already said that comics is pretty good. I think we know that. <laughs> We've given enough. I've comics. even said the cellar is pleasant, but have I said New York Comedy Club is good? I don't think I have done that. No. It's interfering. Oh, it is oh. a little bit? No. I should have gone into air. Let me go into airplane, airplane mode. mode. No, it's not. I have a phone in my pocket, and my leg is made of radio waves. <laughs> is that interfering? It's awkward. Did, uh, did you hear that from a homeless person? Are you still yeah, that, Zach? I'm still. Um, uh, what was I going to ask? I, I had a great point that I really wanted to launch into about your touring or... Ah, fuck it. We can talk about something else. But you were, sure. you were great on the John Oliver show. And that was really fun. Those, it's very, I don't think people realize it is very difficult to shoot comedy... And have it come off well. You just, right. It's a very difficult thing to capture, and they did such an amazing job. They did actually a good job, and it's funny they like edited and switched things around a little bit, but they actually did a great job. My greatest fear with the like half hour special was because sometimes the, the, the they'll cut like cut it at random, or like sometimes they'll be like, okay, we'll keep this and then remove a tag or setup or whatever. Yeah, and they didn't right. do that at all. And with John Oliver's also, like it was great, it, but it is very hard. And you're always nervous. <laughs> they'll certainly show people laughing, but the people at home will be like, why are they laughing? This didn't make sense. Well, what's funny is what I noticed on a lot of comedy specials, and this was not the case for John Oliver, but they'll cut to an audience member who is expressionless. Right. Like, you're like, yeah. why would you do that? I mean, I'm right. sure they needed an edit point, but yeah. to just cut to a... Like, yeah. you, you couldn't get some B-roll of some fucking guy laughing and then cut to that? There was a, in like a, my Live at Gotham appearance, they cut to a guy that was laughing. And like, you know, I'm not saying that it wasn't funny, but he was laughing too hard at what I just said. And well, I didn't believe it. Well, it's probably because they use random, it's not like, they use random laughs. Like they take a laugh yeah. from a killer yeah. joke to from put another, on your, from another they'll spectrum. tell you like, act like it's going well regardless because we can always sweeten it. Right. You know, yeah. and they'll also say like, oh, you can redo a joke. But the truth is the idea of coming back out to like say a joke you already told again. Right. It's nothing could feel more false. It already is false to pretend you're having a one-way conversation that's all funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let alone to do it twice in a row. Yeah. When we Matt Bronger, uh, his power went out during his uh, Live at Gotham appearance. And then so he had to restart his set because it glitched like whatever he had already taped. Uh, and then it happened again. 
That's how off the hook he is. He fucking <laughs> just blows everything. Weirdly, that didn't happen to Sinbad when he taped his outside in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> when they when we did it when when we did the hard and firm half hour, the other other comic who was shooting his half hour at the same time, um, he went short, and so they made him come out and do like another eight minutes. Oh my god! He only did like twenty. He only did like twenty-two minutes. minutes. Oh, the actual Uh, amount. Yeah, yeah, he he did like twenty-two minutes, and they're like, uh, "You got to go back out and do like you know like eight more minutes." So we had to come back out. Did he have like like he had eight more minutes of stuff he wanted to do? Yeah, he just I think he just kind of wrapped. I don't know if he was nervous. I don't know what happened. He wrapped it up early to the point where. He was like, alright, thank you, good night. And everyone was like, what the fuck is he... <laughs> what, right? Why is he not still telling jokes out there? Because they're very thorough. Like, they make sure yeah. you have the time and you have to, you know, to sit down with lawyers and go over your set and actually way- s- say, to a, say to a panel of adults... Yeah, I had an awesome... Or, or go on. Is this is this like you saying something filthy and you have to say it very seriously to like a, like a bunch of adults where you go, can I say gayer than come on a mustache? And then you know you have a lawyer say yes. Um, you know we'll probably bleep out come like, but it's very factual. I had I had this thing where I had a line and it was. Uh, Ready your brain mouth for my mind penis? And they were like, how many words are between mouth and penis? Wow. And then they called, like there were 12, like 10, 12 people in front of me, and they called someone higher up to go, like, or, or a lawyer or whoever it was, but literally, like, they couldn't decide. They were like, we have to take this to the next level. And called someone, and they were like, we'll have to beep penis. So now, as a result of my special, it seems actually like I said cock. Yeah. And not penis, Wait, because. Yeah. Why would you? Because at home you'd be like, well, it's not like you'd ever beep the word penis. You right. must be beeping something much worse. Yeah, they told me that I had uh, the word glory hole in my set on Comedy Central, and they said, well, we're gonna have to beep out glory. And I said, well, that means they'll everyone will think oh, I've said asshole, and it won't make sense. It'll be a completely different joke. And so I said, well, can I say hole of glory? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so it's yeah. weird. You know, standards and practices, there's no like hard and fast rules. No. And technically, cable does not fall under the same rules of the, F- of, of the right, network right. FCC. They just do it willingly for their advertisers. But it's funny it's that true. it really just depends on the mood. You know, like on Web Soup, I, 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 will, have, I will go in and have these very serious discussions with the standards <laughs> and practices people. Like, can I say um, tight pussy hole if there's a picture of a cat squeezing through a dog door and they're like well if you yeah same with you John if you if you space out pussy and hole you know and yeah. it's just these insane. and you say and you mean space out with other words or you mean pause and go like pussy Oh, <laughs> like, you mean that? Don't go up on the last. You can't. Because you can't. That's too rapey. It's oh, too rapey to say it that way. I do. I do like that. There will be intonation. Like, yeah. that that's part of it. Don't smile and show your teeth when you say it. <laughs> but I think it's funny that someone will go home at the end of their workday and be like, "Yeah, I fielded a lot of dick calls today for my television job." That actually yeah. is. The idea that all day long people are like calling you and being like, okay, can I sh- say I'm going to shit in your mouth? No? Okay, well, can I, what if I said, uh, I'm going to shit on you, near your mouth? Like, on your stuff? <laughs> near. Just give yeah. up. No, 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 we got to work on It's not the preposition or the location yeah. that we're worried about. Um, it's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's where. It's mouth, <laughs> exactly. It's mouth shitting gay. Okay, so I can shit on someone's knee. Yeah, that's not a thing people normally do. Yeah. So you can, there, you can do an effective amount of knee shitting. <laughs> do your par- are you, your parents are Russian? Yeah, yeah, we all are. Do I they- mean, not all of us, like you guys, but meaning me and that's my not how parents. It works. God, Russians think everyone's yeah, Russian. Yeah, yeah. The second you, you are born Russian, all of us are together in this journey. It's like radioactivity where just me being 
in an area. <laughs> Am I 30% more Russian? Yeah. If someone came in because with a guy I irradiated, irradiated you with my And you'd see the needle go up in your hair. Leftover channel radiation. Exactly. Do they? Do your parents uh, understand? I don't. I mean, I've never heard you talk about your parents. Do they understand what you do? Do they get your humor? Do they? Yeah, I mean, they don't. How Russian are they? They're so Russian. Because you were born in Russia. Yeah, yeah, I was, and then came here with just a bunch of blinis and uh-huh. <laughs> and a dream in your heart. Dream, some some caviar and a dream. Um, yeah, they understand it. I mean, you know, they they. I mean, we've been here for like 30-something years, uh-huh. um, and by 30-something, I think I mean the exactly 30. Oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so it's not like they watch tons of comedy, right. like stand-up, but uh, they, yeah, they speak English to, and get it. And Do you, you, do know, you speak Russian? Yeah, I do. I speak Russian to them. Have you ever performed in Russia? No, but one thing I'd like to do, in case anyone wealthy is listening, um, is do a documentary of going back to Russia for the first time. Well, I hear that in Russia, comedy performs you. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I think performs is a strong word, but yeah, it's definitely a threat. I w- I w- I'm interested to hear about this. So, so what, like, what, are the, what are the sort of social dynamics for, for comedy? In, in Russia? Yeah. Um, you know, I've watched some Russian stand-up on TV, mm-hmm. or not on TV, on the internet. Right. And um, it's funny, it's like, well, in a sense, because they didn't, it's not like they've had stand-up like we did for as long, so some of it is, you know, one-man showy, some of it is just, I guess, the sketch, like, sort of sketchy or weird, like, some of it is crazy, and then some of it is very, like, hokey, mm-hmm. where, you know, and we're just like it's people inventing stand-up as they're doing it one of the funniest things though i saw was someone doing what essentially was pretty normalish stand-up and then the they it was on, it was like there on tv and i saw it on on uh, the internet but they kept cutting to the wings where there were people in weird costumes watching and laughing and you know the way that here you cut to the audience in this they periodically cut to the wings but they would but people would change so you'd all of a sudden see like a guy in a bunny suit laughing and then they'd cut away and then they'd cut to someone with like a monocle in a tuxedo <laughs> and, and these people were just hanging out it wasn't like it wasn't meant to be funny it wasn't part of the joke right. it was just like they were showing like people hanging out and like the performers watch each other like it was that tone wow. but as a result it was so funny because <laughs> they would also show the regular audience and show the stand-up um, but I don't really know I mean part of it would be that if I went there I would explore what comedy is like there you know it certainly probably isn't it, it, it's it, like you probably couldn't have nearly the kind of political comedy we have because right. you'd be murdered <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um you know, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of it, you're allowed to be as homophobic as you want from what yeah, well, gathered. That's, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's like Eddie Murphy's Raw. So that's good. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're just, just inventing Eddie Murphy Raw. He's just there. getting over there. It's, yeah. a, it's a fucking, it's it's like Deadwood of comedy over in Russia. Like, now's yeah. the time to get over there and yeah. start to Exactly. Start the money that could jokes. be made from me doing. But I could, I've never performed in Russian, though I would, I think, if I went there, do it. Do you know how faggots like to touch men's penises where they pee? Good night to you! <laughs> Sorry, by the way, I apologize for doing a Russian accent in front of you. That was probably very rude. How good was, was it, though? Uh, you know, on a scale of ten. Right. <laughs> on a scale that allows for no other numbers. <laughs> it's ten to ten. It is a ten, which I won't say how good or bad it is. The scale is a ten At the only. same time, the best and the worst. Exactly. <laughs> See how sneaky I am? It's a single-digit scale. Exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, so what uh, are, is there... 
like, why don't, what's your, what's sort of your process? I mean, like, do you have a specific process, or is it just like, uh, do you sit down to write, or do you just? I do, yeah, I do. I mean, I sort of do a variety of things. I'll sit down to write. I'll go someplace, like to a cafe or something, or walk around, or mm-hmm. you know, I think I try a variety of things. I wrote a book, and when I did that, I'd often, which I wouldn't do for stand-up, like, I'd go, like, to some place, like, you know, I went to, like, Seattle for a week, or I wrote somewhere, like, I'd go mm-hmm. up to Amherst, Mass, a lot, and write there. Um, Why Amherst, Mass? Uh, he's from Boston, so he know he's a mess. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, at the time, my girlfriend lived there, <laughs> so I would go, but I would, like, go and stay for, like, a week, you know, as opposed Pretty to... Pretty boring there. Uh, well, not if you have to write a book. I guess it is if you want to stay up till four, partying. <laughs> but it isn't if what you'd like to do is hang out with your girlfriend and write a book. That's right. Then it's All right, perfect. fair enough. Okay. I also went to school there. I went to Hampshire College. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, so I like it there, even though I agree it can be dull. My my um, my experience with uh, with a Russian. I, it was, to be fair, he was a Russian open mic comic. Mm-hmm. But when I was in college, um, I was in this stand-up comedy club mm-hmm. where we'd meet once a week and help each other flesh out material and then you know a couple times a year we'd perform in the dorms and there was this one guy started coming to meetings I don't even know if he was a student at UCLA but he was in his 50s and I feel like his name was Dimitri and it was not Dimitri Martin and um, no one could ever understand anything he was saying but he would end all of his jokes with the word pussy ah! like that was the punch where he'd go and over here, this guy is coming up to me, and I like this. Where the pussy? And he really <laughs> hit that word hard. Would it work? We thought it was hilarious. Maybe not for the intended reason, but right, it was right. gorgeous. Oh, um, that's so funny. And then, um, and then he stopped. He stopped coming. I don't know if he's still. Do you think he still does stand up? I think yes. He's the pussy comic. <laughs> uh, he could be huge, uh, huge in Russia right now. Huge pussy comic. Huge pussy comic. Yeah. Which is different than having a huge pussy and being a comic. That is totally different. <laughs> that is, it's, it's, it's stylistically different. <laughs> um, what, uh, so what are you going to do for the show tonight? You're just, you're just doing just a five-minute do set, which I'm sorry. You're just doing stand-up? <laughs> no, no, no. That's all. I mean, I, it's not like, I, let me do an hour. I mean, are you reading letters? Or are you? Are uh, you reading... I'm going to tell a few jokes, like a few jokey jokes. <laughs> and then I'm going to show a little pamphlet that I received. Uh, uh, while I was walking down the street. And then I will do something involving little notes on napkins. Excellent. So we were I, I, before, I inter- before I hijacked your, your writing story with Pussy Comic, mm-hmm. um, we were talking a little about your process. So, yeah. you know, like what, when you're, when you're writing stand-up, you do sit down to write stand-up. Yeah. I mean, and also, you know, I'll sit down to write it, and then often I'll, like, go for a walk or something and think about it and mumble to myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'll write down what I've mumbled. And then... <laughs> You know, I try a variety of things. I think, like, I sometimes, like, doing only one thing, I feel stagnant, so mm-hmm. I think I do a variety of stuff to write. Yeah, I'm, and your act is, reflects that, because you do a variety of stuff in right. your, in your it, performance. Yeah. And do you do you feel like you're kind of getting to a point where you're, you're going to shows and people are requesting stuff, or, like... No, you know, I will say that, no, I don't think... Uh, rarely... Or people don't really request stuff. Though I always find that funny. I mean, I totally get it why you would request a thing, but it's also like, it's a joke you've heard. Like, I feel self-conscious about doing stuff I think the audience has heard. Right. Um, But yes, I mean, on a rare occasion, people request stuff, but not really. I mean, it's amazing. Like, you you do all... 
you literally are like when I think about you and your comedy, I think like, oh, he will. He's not afraid to do any kind of anything to get across, right? A, you know, a funny idea. Well, when I was in Amherst, a place some find dull, others adore. Yes, <laughs> uh, which is on the billboard. Of that. <laughs> Matt Myra uh, loves Dave Matthews Band. So you know what? You can use that on a scale. All right. Well, let's a we'll... scale of shit. Well, oh, <laughs> wow. Two on the nose, Joan. I'm gonna have to give you a penalty book. Two on the nose. <laughs> I don't want Dave Matthews listening to the most popular podcast and accidentally getting his feelings hurt, so I'm not going to talk about that. But he might write a killer song about it. He might. A good hurt feeling song that'll Crash. turn into a four-hour jam. And a- Lyrically, it'll be terrible, but um, it's fantastic. But yeah, no, the violin will be good. Um, <laughs> when I was at Hampshire uh, and did a show in the basement of my dorm and there were no comics but me and then like sometimes people who'd come from Boston that I'd met, mm-hmm. I would try to just get random people who I thought were funny to like tell a story or do improv or whatever it was and sort of in the the thing that came out of that ethos was anything that I did that like worked as a comedy thing and made an audience laugh was mm-hmm. fine you know whether it was stand up or whether it was reading a letter or a fake diary or whatever it was you know so sort of from that and then afterwards when I moved to Boston and did comedy there it, it's still reflected in my act where basically as long as it works like like, as long as it, it's funny, it's fine to do. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I think, the stereotype of alternative comedy is, like, someone coming out with, like, a flute and making some noises and being like, you don't get me, this is existential. Yeah, like, 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 daring the audience to laugh at yeah, it. Yeah. I dare you to laugh at this. And, and that isn't, like, to me, it's just simply you're doing different stuff in alternative spaces. Yeah. And, like, you know, and it, it's... It, but it's funny. Like, it's still comedy. It's not like it's... Um, uh, obscure like references in art or you know what I mean right. like, it, it's meant to be comedy it's meant to be funny so I think as long as people laugh um, then it's fine well I, I mean I hey everybody we oh. are 10 minutes till show that's 10 minutes till show thanks guys we're gonna push it 5 minutes <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's that's part of the ambiance right there yeah I'm out of here people on wow. speakerphone Jonah's out of there in 10 minutes so. Um, all right. Well, so we probably need to wrap this up in a second, so the show can start, and we're not loudly talking back yeah. here uh, during Jonah's set. But um, I assume Eugene Merman dot com. Yeah, yeah. Is there another site, or do you have a side blog, or you, did, just Eugene Merman dot com, where I do have a blog uh, and I have Twitter feeds? Do you still um, have the baby picture singing? I do. You can still <laughs> click on it. I have like a blog, but also the baby picture is still there. Okay, and then at Eugene Merman on on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. I it's I'm so I'm I'm glad we're friends, and I'm it makes me yeah. happy to like watch people that I've known for a long time like really start, you know, like getting recognition and, mm-hmm. and having people because then then I always feel like yes, this is exactly what I have known, you know, and it's right. nice it's Thanks. nice a that I'm not an idiot selfishly, <laughs> and b that uh, that other people are getting to share in that experience too. Um, yeah. So thank you, thank you for being here. Thank Eugene you very Marman. much for having me. Eugene Merman's on Twitter at Eugene yeah. Merman. Probably Follow also on Facebook. Me. Yes, you I am on LinkedIn? Facebook. Are you LinkedIn? I oh. am actually on LinkedIn. I get so many LinkedIn invitations. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm afraid of it. I am afraid oh, really? of it, too. Well, how else are you going to recommend yeah. a graphic designer? That's true. <laughs> how else will you find the right programmer for your... We'll start hitting you up for LinkedIn Whatever. contact. Can oh, you, my God. Can you help me out here? I just I I can't need that entry. To get a bunch of weird business people. I need a, pa- I need a Pakistani app developer. I need an HR ah. person. <laughs> I actually do need an HR person. <laughs> I need to fire people in the audience gently. <laughs> so it's not working out right now. You and yeah. Eugene are not on the same page. What's and you? we're going to go in another direction. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, good night. I love you. Thank you. Bye.
All right. So uh, we also uh, we noticed in the room um, two chipper. Very happy. Yes. Um, These guys are delightful. Youths. Yeah. Peppy, I would say. Peppier than normal. Yeah. Extra peppy. Little, uh... What's your guys' secret? Why are you so happy? Oh, boy. We're just, uh... <laughs> we take a drug called sunshine in the morning, and, uh... <laughs> and we... the moon at night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're <laughs> we get ready to play, Chris. We're always ready. Put me in, coach. You, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're trying to, uh... Oh. I, think, I think what happened was they heard the uh, Tom Lennon slide whistle episode. Oh, yes. Very popular. Like, yes. We love slide we whistles. We do love the we slide really, whistle. It's a really fun way to, to, you know, make friends when you're out at, uh, yeah. you know, an auto show or, uh, you know, a, uh, <laughs> any sort of... And an auto, uh, auto show is real popular with the slide, slide whistle. Show, slide whistle show. Slide whistle show. I'm also going to say just a fun way to whistle. <laughs> you can go with your face. I'm Gideon Lamb. Hello, Gideon Hello. Lamb. Hello, is this right here? Yes. My name is Jeremiah Smallchild. I don't think you don't have to get that close <laughs> I don't to it, Jeremiah. Um, okay. This is God's Pottery. Hello. Um, Hello, Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. Hello, America. Hello, downloaders. Hello, A group of uh, a couple of uh, <laughs> Christian, Christian youths that we saw. They were playing some songs outside, and we said, hey, you guys should come in. and oh, uh, so nice of you. And, you yeah. know, like, and be a part of the podcast. Yeah. And, oh, thank yeah, you. We're really thrilled to be a part of it. Thank you uh, very much. Yeah, yeah we're pretty great. jazzed. <laughs> we're, we're, it's like the radio from space. It is like space radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like space, but it's not live, so no one can actually hear you right now. Okay. I mean, they can when they hear this. Okay. But I mean, right now, this is not being piped out live. Slow down, Professor. I'm sorry. No, I, I get a little ahead of myself. I like the nerdy stuff, but um, so you know, we have just a little bit of backstory on you guys. Like, what I, are you? You know what? We are old friends. We are from the Midwest. Uh-huh. Uh, we. Uh, I've been to there. Sure. Yeah. Great. And uh, Great. we, uh, you know, we were friends for life. Really, we yeah. both went to Christ Our Leader College. Mm-hmm. Uh, I majored in. Uh, non-contact sports mm-hmm. and, uh, and I majored in Christian practicality in the everyday every day yeah, yeah. and uh, just our love of, of singing and strumming and uh, where is Christ our leader college? it's oh, in the, it's in the Midwest, Midwest. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you've probably played okay. there you guys have probably played probably not there. in like your town USA are you guys a couple or are you together we're a couple of fun guys we're a couple of uh, Laughs, smiles. He's he's asking whether about our homosexualness. Frequent misconceptions. We are not. We are not. uh, No, sir. We are not in that uh, in that way. Uh, What we are are two bachelors who just love women. And uh, but your T-shirt does say "Virginity Rocks." Well, it does, and uh, I do subscribe to that belief. Those are not mutually exclusive. Look, we love. Women, we love uh, the idea of being with a woman abstractly, and you know we love women so much that we are not willing to settle. You know, right. we are waiting for Mrs. and Mrs. Wright, and if that means that we have to just keep living together in our one bedroom uh, with the bunk beds and the cereal every morning, then that's that's just the way it's going to be. You know? uh, what kind of cereal do you enjoy? Oh, raisin bran. Well, we make it. We, we also make we make, make a lot of our own cereal. cereal. Yeah, yeah, out of twigs and acorns and stuff that sure. we sure. find. And, so and, the uh, Lord provides you with cereal yep. meat, and we like to use goat's milk as well. Yeah. So okay, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Isn't the goat an evil animal though? Uh, in the wrong hands, it can be, yeah. but that can be said about anything. But when you Jello or whatever. When you, you use the goat's whatever. milk, you are making the goat be giving. It's we're, you know we're getting it involved in that dynamic of of of, of you know Christian giving. Do you, do you remember the end of Star Wars when Darth Vader became when he took off the robot hat and he became Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> I think. Do you that, remember that? There's, there's good. I think in that might have been the wow. end of Jedi, Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi. I remember that's that. That's what part. I mean. The Star Wars. Well, we watch all three straight through. Oh, know? so <laughs> that's what, that's what he means. So there's good in everything, yeah. even if there's a bad, misbehaving goat. Maybe take off the robot head. Maybe take, some, <laughs> take off the robot head and enjoy some of that satanic tit milk. 
I was wondering if we could. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I swear. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring the mood down. But the internet's open to anybody, I guess. I notice. I notice you have a book there. You guys have. Yeah, we're very proud of this book we wrote recently. It's called What Would God's Pottery Do? The the subtitle: The Ultimate Guide to Surviving Your Teens and or Being Successful. Exclamation point. Exclamation yeah. point. Yeah. There are a lot of exclamation oh, points in this book. I'll bet. Your yeah. faces look like exclamation points. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Actually, the no, you're actually wearing the same outfits that you're wearing on the cover as well. Yeah, That's... Mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of our go-to, uh, go-to uh, uniform. Yeah. Uh, wear it uh, pretty much all around town. We do have different different outfits. We've got sleepwear uh, we mm-hmm. like to wear. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah true. had a, a lovely a lovely woman made him sleepwear in the in the style of his tri you know tricolored shirt. So yeah. great. We have photos yeah. of that in the book actually. Hey, oh you, yeah, yeah, you guys wear sandals. Is that a nod to uh, the big Christ. man? That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah J Dog. <laughs> well, you know, it started as a nod to the big man, uh, and then I discovered that everyone should use the big toe loop. I mean, it's just <laughs> such a great way to control your sandal, uh, and. Uh, Jeremiah goes. Uh, For me, I like the socks because you know you step outside in the autumn. You know, and <laughs> the socks keep you warm. Yeah. You don't. Do you not get cold wearing short khaki shorts and no, sandals? No, I run because it's run literally like hot. thirty degrees My outside. My body runs York. very, very hot. Okay, and, uh, I've just always it's, it's the way he made me. So, uh, so, you, you, so you're constantly running cold. a fever. You might be sick. I, I don't know. I don't know. I get I get sort of flushed. And uh, sometimes I see... Well, you know what happened? When I was a child, this is actually when I discovered uh, Christ. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, was, I tried to fly, as a lot of kids did after they saw the Superman movie. And uh, I fell out a window and I landed on <laughs> like my Superman. head. And it was right after I, I landed on the back of my head that I started having these visions of Jesus. You know, and, uh, similarly, that's how time travel was invented. Yeah, did you uh, see a flux capacitor? Right? Well, were you trying to hang a clock when you were flying? Uh, yeah. You slipped on the basin... No, sometimes the toilet hit Yeah, when he came to oh, I came up with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It's it's Doc Hollywood. Yep, yep, yep. 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 That's a Doc Michael Hollywood. Fox movie. That yeah. was Michael Fox's Michael Doc Hollywood. Hollywood before he began with sure. his disease. Now I uh, he's so brave. He began. He really is. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think he took that on like a role. I think that may have just happened. Well, well, he would uh, he would make a great person with that disease though in a movie even. I guess he, sure. Yeah. Who would true. play it better than yeah. Mike? Fox. I couldn't help but notice that you have. A, uh, a guitar, sure. a left-handed yeah. guitar, actually. Yeah, left-handed. It's a little. It's it's kind of a, it's a sore sore spot for me. Uh, left hand is the hand. sinister hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, do you Jeremiah, feel like that that I, God has challenged you? Yeah, he has. Jeremiah is trying to get me to learn righty, um, but I'm really not good at it. And he, there's a lot of scolding that goes on in our lessons. So. I like to let him know that he was just born a little bit wrong. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm trying my best. Um, um, so, ooh, someone's at the door. Oh. Sorry, recording a podcast in here. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Well, you know it's live entertainment here. Right? Sure. Hey, look at that. Oh, oh someone got a comic so much. Nice. Thank you so much. Oh. Thank you, John. John's you guys, comics. Great. This is what you get when you start performing in comedy clubs. You get hats wow. with comedy club names <laughs> no, on. Make sure to tie oh, part of that. that would, Do I, would I actually have to cut a piece of this off? I would say cut off the back flap right there. Well, the back flap is how I size it to my head. Mm, so I'm supposed to donate no, a good all, sizing to the Lord? It's, uh, it's you know... It's a donation okay. to a greater cause. So, all right. Well, I'll I'll tear this off and give this uh, to now. How do I know I'm giving it to the Lord? Who do I just throw it in the air? Oh, just, just 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 drop it in any drop church. Drop it in a plate. Yeah. Church. Dro- so drop, drop torn church. clothing in a church and be like, here's. Try your- to avoid the Catholic churches, but any church. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. All right. Well, I mean, I went to Catholic school, but I, I'm okay. That. Oh, that's oh, wonderful. Good. That's a good start oh, for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks. That's a good Thanks. start. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I, I would love. Uh, I would. If you guys, would you play oh, a song? Do we think, would love sure. to. We'd, We'd like, like to play a few songs because we do primarily sing about the issues. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we sure. are a youth-oriented outfit, mm-hmm. and uh, there are three songs that we don't get to play a lot. Sure, we thought yeah. we'd give them yeah. a shot. And here you know today. what? Please, the, the, the youth of today—they're into little bite-sized nuggets. You know, they, their, their attention spans are, are a little short. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to accommodate, you know, to their taste while still giving them a message. It's sort okay. of, uh, you know, a little bit of sugar in the in the medicine. Yeah, yeah. please. So, uh, what, what is this? What is this? Milkshake. What is this song called? Well, this first one is for all of our friends, our Latin American friends. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, they're they're good people. They uh, I think Mexicans Proud are the people. leading exporters of smiles. <laughs> <laughs> and this is they the put the eye can in Mexican. <laughs> oh, God, that's good. These days they're the leading importers of smiles, like the way they sneak it in here. It's just uh, oh, I don't know. We love America, and they do too. I this is, uh, this is right. a song we wrote to all of them, and it's called Congratulatinos. Okay. <laughs> here we go. And. Tu soy mi amigo, tu soy un amigo de la mundo, we need you more than ever. So, so there we go. <laughs> that was the whole song. Yeah, yeah. These are all really just short, songs. short but sweet. So it's a, it just said, "Ay um, Jesus." It's, it's oh, it's in Spanish. Spanish. It's in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I get the other it's language. In so, so basically, yeah. you're saying, yeah. "Oh Jesus, you're my friend. Yep. Yes. You're you're yes. a friend of the world, and we need you more than ever because yeah. there's a lot that of trouble." That part in English, if yeah. that sounds familiar. But we say, okay. "We need you more than ever." We, we, we say it with our. Oh, you roll your roll your tongue to make it more. Yeah. To make it more authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and we another one here. Uh, boy, girls, w- yeah. women, women, girls, yeah. and women. Yeah. We really support them in their cause. And uh, what, we, what is that cause? Would you say? Well, just getting we what they deserve. You know, it kind of goes back yeah. to the original Adam and Eve. You know, and sure. Eve took the first yeah. risk and kind of messed things up a little bit. <laughs> so, so you feel like so you feel like ever since then it's all like a lot of stuff. It's just women's they, fault. They've had a, well, they no, they've well, had a lot of yeah. a lot of people blame them for 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 more than they're responsible for. That's right. And know? we actually and wrote this song to let them know that they're okay. And yeah. in fact, the title of the song is "Women Are People Too." Oh, good. Well, yeah. uh, they'll be thrilled to know that. Here we go. <laughs> and. It's been tough out there, just trying to get by. You made strides in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. (laughs) And no matter how many college degrees or careers you have, you will always be my pretty lady. That's, yeah, that's, that's really nice. nice. Yeah, that is. Because it's is, just yeah. you know whatever they achieve or yeah. don't achieve, boy, they're pretty, pretty, Keep on. pretty to look at. And Keep on trying, because yeah. you're always going to be pretty. That's, wow, that's yeah. really that, nice. That's a really, say. that's a really yeah. Swedish message. What a nice oh, nod yeah. to the glass ceiling, you know? Yeah. 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 Did you find that uh, you know when you guys when you guys perform that women are you know do you have groupies? Sometimes yeah. we have had we some did. difficult situations. Uh, you know, let's come hang say, out. Let's have a diet yeah. soda. Mm-hmm. Let's have a second diet soda. Sure, and then oh, let's the have a second or running. third hug. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, hey, hugging's good, but yeah. you've got to be careful because, yeah. you know, it's, sometimes it's How a gateway long does hug, a hug, and you're, last you know, and then you get into something else. It stops being you know? a hug. Have you guys ever heard of the Christian side hug? 
It's, no, uh, it's, it's like you just hug, like, you know, next to yeah, somebody. So your genitals just the one arm, so your genitals don't face each other. You kind of steer them out oh, like a rudder. Yeah, it's a great side idea. Side is a good idea. Yeah. I like that, yeah. yeah. It's for you guys. Out. Take that back. Can we? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that yeah. could have gotten us out of some uh, Get it to the Midwest. Situations. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and also, it could be a new way for you guys to, you know, hug each other in your own lives. Oh, that would so be wonderful. No, yeah, um, mix it up a little. No friction. Sure. We're always we're always looking for new ways to hug each other. Is it not okay to masturbate or anything? It is not. Not okay. You don't have time to do that song. <laughs> Slam dunk on yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, Michael Jordan? <laughs> Shoots, he scores. We're not going to do it now, but we do have a song called The Beast with One Back that's all about the difficult issue of masturbation. And so if people wanted to hear that song, where would they where would they go? Do you have a do you have a web? Yeah. Oh, well, godspottery.com is where it's a good repository for all our all our stuff. and Your messages? Yeah. And uh, we, you know, we're on Twitter. And, uh, Turn Twitter? Good. Uh, Godspottery.com. Pottery is the the handle, and yeah, you know we try please. to just you know comment on the issues of today and pay homage to uh, you know those who have passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook, so if you want to just hang out online, check sure. out some snaps, some photos. Uh, How do you guys feel about MySpace. poking on Facebook? Oh, uh, oh <clears throat> the Facebook poking. It's uh, it's a slippery slope. That's, yeah. uh, that's that's the problem we have. It's uh, you know you start with one poke and then you got a super poke. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, we are poke buddies. Let's not let's be clear about that. Jeremiah and Gideon are definitely poke buddies. Sure, but uh, oh but, you really? Know, sure. Oh yeah. Sure. It's okay. just a function on Facebook. You oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Wonderful. Well, um, do you, I think you have one more song that uh, well, we just wanted to do one a, more. It's a cover, actually. Uh, yeah, we, we a, don't do only originals, no, and in no. fact, uh, there's a lot of material out there that isn't that cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, there's a lot in the Christian canon, a lot of old carols, Christmas carols right. and the like, uh, that are just beautiful songs. But the kids today, mm, you know, it's a little old for them. Yeah. Right. So, so what you, we like to do you hear is some uh, of those Christmas carols, and it's a, it comes a snooze fest. Yeah. So, you say, yeah. <laughs> so we say, hey, let's 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 wake it up. Let's yeah, wake it up. Let's a wake it up. Bit. So what we do is we take the the the, the song and. We put cool new lyrics to it so oh, to, to great. make it sort of hip for the kids. Yeah. So, this so is, like uh, a Christian Weird Al kind of a thing. Oh no, it's, okay, yeah, but but uh, but not our work weird. is more serious. Not weird. It's more yeah. like more like uh, like Christian impor- Al, important Yankovic. Al. Sure, I'd say uh, I'd say important Al. Okay, yeah. Yeah. important Al. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this one is if you all are familiar with the song "Away in a Manger," which, mm-hmm. you, which you should be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we we uh, re-lyricize. Oh, cooler version of it. Imagine if Jesus was a pretty cool fellow. Yeah. Check it out. He is. He is. No, but in modern times. But imagine like a goatee and a well, just watch ah, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. And away in a rock club that's packed to the max. The awesome Lord Jesus strapped on his sweet axe. The girls in the crowd all swooned while he played. The awesome Lord Jesus would surely get lots of new friends that night. Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's what really it's really about. about. That's what it's all Making about. Friends. Going to the club and, and getting lots of new friends. And maybe side-hugging somebody. Yeah. Right. Now, that was dangerously just, close to rock and roll, I think. Well, you know, we do like to live on the edge a bit. Uh, you know, we like to rock out, not too hard. But uh, we grew up on some tough stuff. You sure. know, simply red and Loggins and Messina. So we, we're no we're no strangers to yeah. you know, some of the more. What do you think about you know like current? Hip hop and rap groups. We so. support urban music. We do, and we urban absolutely people. Absolutely support urban people. Well, what urban, urban people? What do you What do you mean, urban people? Oh, just people who live in the cities. People it's are very a, urban. You can tell. It's, a, it's an usually, urban. It's I mean, a, it's we're, a fine, we're, we're, tech, we're technically in a city, so we're all urban. Well, sure, well, sure. But it's a it's a when you it's go a fine line uh, uptown, like into Harlem, they sure. get a little more urban. It's I mean, black people. 
Well, no, not just. Uh, I certainly look. Let's be clear. We have many black friends. Oh, yeah. we, uh, really? Oh, the mm-hmm. Reverend Wesley Tree Crotch. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Just a wonderful man. Sure. Runs uh, the congregation uptown in Harlem. Wears a bright uh, blue suit. Just a powerful, strong oh, yeah. man. He's got a great baritone voice. <laughs> just fills up the room. I think he played football in high school. He he's a he he's a big fellow. Yeah, and you wouldn't want to get on his bad side. And a friend of ours. He's a black man. And his blackness is not a big deal. So. It's, well, that's generous. Yeah. That's yeah. very generous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, well, we don't see color except for rainbows. Oh, that's beautiful. If we see one color, we see them all. <laughs> that's good too. Right? Are, so you're a fan of rainbows. We yes. sure are. We get high on rainbows. Do you feel weird that the uh, homosexual culture has co-opted the rainbow? You know what? It's okay. There's enough to go around. Yeah, there are plenty. There are always new rainbows being made. Well, yeah, so you yeah. wouldn't just share the rainbow because that's more of a spirit of. No, no, no. We, we would like rain- to share it. But... Rainbows are free. I think they're enough for everybody. Yeah. Can you share something free? I mean, that's the question. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think is the answer. We always try to. We do. We do try to. <laughs> well, this, this has been delightful, and I'm so oh, glad I asked you guys to come in, and you know, we get to help spread your message. And thank you so much. People thank you for having us. Weirdly touch my leg. I'm there. sorry. I didn't mean for that to be uh, weird. It's. Uh, it's just, uh, it was just when we make friends, we like to grab them a little. See, and now there's grabbing and shaking. And, and honestly, the, the tip of your finger got really high oh, on my leg that just time. Kidding, wow. Chris. Oh, just, it's just a fun. Yeah, we, we just make up games. How high can I grab your thigh? Oh, you know, that's a good <laughs> fun <laughs> weird game. game. I don't know. So if we, we, we play, play, play it together? Yeah. Is there tickle fighting? Oh, sure. We like to play Who Can Stand the Closest. Yeah. We often play a game called Who Loves Jesus More. Yeah. Which can that can get a little heated. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, I usually win, but uh, <laughs> well, uh, people should pick up your book. Uh, what would God's pottery do? By yeah. Gideon Lamb and Jeremiah Smallchild, the ultimate guide to surviving your teens and or being successful. That's Maybe right. Both. Which Maybe is available in bookstores, and I imagine sure. on uh, Amazon, everywhere, yeah, everywhere, yeah. everywhere fine books are sold. Sure. It's available virtually everywhere and everywhere virtual. <laughs> so, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> as you, uh, you know, any just a final message for the for the teens out there before we before we let you go? You, you know, know, we got a show coming up here, yeah. but. Uh, if it, you know, it, come and see us, or, or just hang out. Just keep downloading and having fun, and just believe it. And every time you smile, a boy with no feet can run a mile. That's a gorgeous wow. way to end the show. I think so. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I hope we can give you feetless boys smile running. Thank you very much. The end. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the cat in the hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.